Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of America's Favorite Golf Podcast. We are from the rough live from the DSP Media Podcast Studios in sunny and actually kind of warm today, North Dallas. I am IndyCar Tim, your host, joined by two PGA of America members. And I hate to, like, go in order here, but I'm going to have to go in order of importance to start the show. First year first, I guess. Bra- Brady the Hearst Hawkers. That's why I'm middle chair, I think. And, of course... Coming to us via satellite from sunny Tampa, Florida. No, I mean, not see, you don't even. I, oh, that's right. You're in Hilton Head, South Carolina. I'm in Hilton Head. Sorry. I don't even know where I am half the time. At least you got to know. Yeah, you're in Hilton Head. I forgot. You're in what we call HH, right? Uh, yeah. We just call uh, it the I, double H. I call it hell is what I call it. It's terrible. You don't, you don't like Hilton Head? I mean, if you're 75 years old and you don't like the bars it's the, that old, don't open until 4 o'clock, it's great. What about the golf? I mean, I thought you were a golf pro. Yeah, but, you know, it's so crowded. Who, who wants to play golf with all these cocoons down here? What do you cocoons? mean? Cocoons? Yeah. They, they film on Golden Pond down there? Sometimes when there's only oh, yeah. one pickle in the pickle jar, you just got to eat that pickle. The weather's nice. The weather was great in Tampa the last three or four days. The weather's nice here, but that's about the only thing good about Hilton Head. That seems shocking to me. I've got a friend that lives in Hilton. He lives right on the beach in Hilton Head. Well, there's a lot of beaches. Well, he doesn't like the beach. I love the beach. What, what's wrong with Hilton Head, then? He's, they're uh, people are too old, right? No, the beach is terrible. What? What's the difference between Hilton Head and Tampa? Other than Tampa's on the Gulf side, it's all white sandy beaches. Hilton Head's on the East Coast side, the Atlantic side. You got all the all the brown beaches. You can't tell if, if, if there's dog turds out there or if it's just brown brown sand. Jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Speaking uh, of dog turds, I think yeah. Gerb's got one in his yard there. Yeah, we got a whole Jurassic Park going on out here. We got some dogs running around. We got some bald eagles. Got some alligators. It's all it's it's crazy here on Hilton Head. Got old people. I'm waiting for one of these old people to fall down out in the street. I'm watching that right now. It's gonna happen. I promise you. You got you got to be dog. nice. You're you 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 call it fall into that old category. That's true. I did. It's it's every year. It's a little older, Hurst. That's for sure. Boys, we've got some breaking news here on From the Rough regarding a little bit of business matter as we need to introduce a new sponsor to everybody. Oh, that's fun. We've, yeah. We would like to welcome Turf Life to the family. If you're watching the video, you will see the turflife.club website. Uh, that is .club. Never heard of that before, but it works. Uh, as well as the Turf Life logo now on the screen for From the Rough. Don't call them an apparel brand because, boys, they are a lifestyle brand. And we are happy. We are ridiculously happy to welcome Terry and Turf Life to the From the Rough and DSP Media Podcast family. Welcome aboard. We're going to have some fun with them, I think, um, if I can ever make it to Florida, I think. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the brand, I mean, Terry Purdom is just, she's been in the golf industry for, for over 30 years. She has uh, Golf Central Magazine. She's been a pillar in the golf uh, in golf circles for a long, long time. Had a great opportunity to uh, spend some time with her the last three or four days down in Tampa. And, boy, she is she's such a firecracker. And 
She's uh, she's so good for the industry. Uh, has a lot of insight. Just being around her for so long. So yeah, it's it's great to have Terry on board. It's great to be a part of uh, what Terry's doing uh, and all the golf avenues that she's going on. So yeah, looking forward to a long long lasting relationship with Terry. And uh, yeah, she's fantastic. I can't wait to get one of those stickers on my car. Yeah, I gotta put one on. I know. I saw you put one on the Jeep. On, on, on my true. Jeep. Put it yeah, on my Jeep. That is true. It's going to be your Jeep. That's, you keep saying that every week. <laughs> Trying. I like that Jeep. Uh, boys, we got a big show. We need to uh, remind everybody you can find us on Twitter at FromTheRoughPGA. Gerb is at JGerberPGA Pro. Hearst doesn't have Twitter. I am at IndyCarTim. The show is at DSP Media Online. Uh, we would love to have you as a Twitter friend. You can also find all of Johnny's winning picks and his winning matchups every weekend. We'll get into Johnny's picks. We'll recap his picks for the CJ Cup as we recap and analyze the CJ Cup. And let's get into that now because, boys, Rory McIlroy, Rory McIlroy, I can never say his name. I think you have to be Irish to say that or something. It's only four letters. How do you mess that up? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Rory McIlroy. It's the two R's. It's just like saying rural. Yeah, that's a weird word, too. Uh, he wins his 23rd PGA Tour event, boys, and in the in the uh, process, climbs to number one in the world. No more Scotty Scheffler. We'll probably never hear from him again, right? Well, it's that's get- not true. You know that. Scotty's going to win some more, more than likely. He's already a has-been. It, uh, you know, we've only seen one guy grab that, that number one world ranking and hold on to it for a long, long, long time. That's Tiger Woods. Uh, What's he done lately, though? Otherwise, right, the peaks and valleys of this game grab everybody and – uh, Scotty cycled up. Uh, when you cycle up, you obviously got to cycle back down, and that doesn't mean he's he's going to fall to a hundred or something like that. But he, he he's out of the top spot, and and you know he he hadn't been playing good enough golf to to maintain it. So uh, it's the way this game works. You know when you when we start talking about you know we we try we analyze all the time about guys who can get to number one in the world and make that kind of you know lasting stay there but it all you know and guys that dominate we talk all the time about can guys go on a run on the pj tour you know it's one of those things if you look at those guys it's really been number one and stayed there at number one for a long time what's the number one common denominator there that, that they have they hit the ball a long way right so they can dominate golf courses they can go on a run uh and dominate these types of scenarios and that's why they stay number one and we talk about this all the time and Tim, you asked me the question is like, how, how, how can these guys go on a run? But you look, the guys who go on a run are the guys can, that hit the ball a long way and can dominate golf course. And, and then obviously when their putter gets hot, that, that's, uh, that's really what keeps them there. Yeah. I mean, there's no substitute in the game for length. I mean, you look at Rory, Scotty Scheffler, Tiger Woods, all these guys that's really been on that number one player in the world for a long, long time. It's had that longevity. It's because they can dominate the golf course by their length. You go back to maybe the guy who's held it for second most uh, number of of weeks, Greg Norman. He He hit a ball far. He was a dominant power player. Absolutely, that, was. that's what it takes. Um, yeah. You know, distances and everything. You you can play great golf if you don't hit it far, but it's going to be hard to get to that top step if, if if you don't have the length. You know, there's a big, 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 big advantage when you have a wedge and everybody else has got an eight, seven, and eight iron in their hand. You're going to hit it, it just, closer there, to the hole. There just is. There just is. There's just that advantage, and that's what, like I said, that's the common denominator. Guys who stayed on number one in the world for a long period of time, they're just they just have the length to do it. Uh, Rory, of course was atop the uh, betting boards before the week started. Uh, then he went on to uh, finish atop the leaderboard 
Uh, so, yeah, number 23, he turned in a four-round total of 267. That's a 17 under par. That is just, again, borderline ridiculous. Are you happy with that? Um, I'm happy that Rory won. I don't know that I'm happy it was with a 17 under. It just means the golf course was ridiculously easy. So there's, there's, only, so there's only like two tournaments a year you like then, right? The Masters and the U.S. Open? That's yeah. It. That's, I mean, that's the only two that have reasonable scoring. Grow up. No, they should be hitting off. Make them hit off dirt or something. You know, you know, jealousy doesn't get you very far. You know that, right? I mean, jealousy does That's not done pretty get good you so very far. far. I mean, no, it really okay. Yeah, you're, mean, you're right. You're right. You it has. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. It has. Even though you messed up the banners this this morning or today for the golf show, but you know, I had to check you on that one. Wait, what did I mess up? Come on, I, I, do I have to do your job all the way from Hilton Head, a thousand miles away? Do I have to show you how to put banners on the screen? Would well, be nice if you could. I mean, without Colby walking in the background. I know he's making his appearance, his weekly appearance on the golf show. Yeah, that's <laughs> his name is Jeff. I'm sure he's coming in here in a minute. Probably, probably. We're all drunk. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this, as far as the scoring goes, I just don't like seeing the twenty under. And, and, I mean, we got – as we get into the uh, Bermuda this, this weekend, it's a ridiculously short course. Uh, I don't know why guys play on courses that short. I mean, just – they can probably play with their seven iron if they wanted to. And well, it's, 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 it's creates challenges. It's quirky. It's got some dog legs. But we'll get that – we'll get into that a yeah. little bit later. Yeah. But going back, to the, going back to the tournament, listen, man, they had perfect conditions. And, and you're looking at a golf course like that that not really anyone knew. That when they played there two years ago, it was soft. Um, an 11 under one. Mm-hmm. So listen, man, it, that just goes to show how good of golf Rory's playing. He'll tell you, I mean, it, it, it was a, and I didn't have him in my card, but it was a perfect driving golf course for Rory. Right. And we always talk about this a lot is when, when Rory drives the ball really good, he can't, he's very difficult to, to beat. You know, that's the strength of his game. Long and straight goes a long way, especially a guy like that. Right. That is getting better uh, when it comes to his putting stats, when he doesn't have a bulky putter. But even when he hits it long and straight and he drives the ball well, he could have a marginal putter and still have a chance to win the golf tournament. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not that it's not – I don't know. It's, it's Sometimes it's like this one was fun to watch. It was, again, it was only 17 under. It wasn't like 26 or 27. The conditions were great, like you said. They had perfect conditions on the course. It's fun to watch these guys when they're good. I get it. But, man, just the scoring just seems so far out of whack from what normal people can do. I think that alienates a lot of people. You think it's that's just right. the, they, they're not they're unrelatability, right, yeah, of these guys. Yeah. that can, And, you know, that's why, that's why you see the U.S. Open. The, the, the viewership of the U.S. Open is a lot more from the general public because, they, like you said, it's relatable. Like right. these guys that, that think they're – that are 20 handicaps, they think they can shoot – you know, five over par on a U.S. Open golf course, but unbeknownst to them, they probably shoot two hundred. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, really. I could. I mean, I could probably shoot par, but no, no, know. stop. I said you would be in that two hundred category for sure. And then you'd have to go to the back nine. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'd yeah. probably just. Quit. I would have broken all my clubs by then. Yeah. Yeah. You just to... shut it down at the turn. Um, had good performances from John Rom, K.H. Lee, and Johnny's boy Kurt Kitayama. Um, am I allowed to say that? Sure. That's okay. I just wasn't sure if the accent was too much. You can't um, say Kurt, Kurt Kamikaze or anything like that. That's whoa, probably wrong, sir. Probably the wrong way to go about it. But. I think that was unnecessary. 
Well, it's too too soon. It's too soon. It was come. It was. You're gonna say it at some point, so I just got it out of the way. Kirk Kamikaze. That's what we're gonna start <laughs> yeah. calling him now on the show. Yeah. yeah. No, um, no. No. But you won't no, have to no. because we, he probably won't be on our board again. So you, I just had to get that out there. Okay. Well, good. Yeah, that probably makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Uh, McElroy yeah. found himself in a tough spot on the par five twelfth on Sunday, when a second consecutive tee shot found the trees. He was able to recover for birdie, and he was off and running. Uh, the difficult par 3, 14th, the drivable par 4, 15th, the short par 4, 16th. Uh, did well, transformed a share of the lead into a three-stroke edge and slammed the door on everyone chasing him. It was a very dominating performance, I think, um, typical, in typical Rory fashion, right? Bogey-bogey finish over the final two holes uh, was all McElroy needed to secure his 23rd victory on the tour, his fourth in the last year. Um and God, I, did anybody see this from Rory, you know, climbing back to number one this year? Doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I can remember as a kid growing up hearing that, that a lot of tour players didn't reach their prime until their mid-30s. What's he, 33? 33 now, right? And, and so what, what if he's coming into his prime, right? He, he, he's figured out um, really on a deeper understanding of what it takes to play the game, uh, surviving completely – and thriving and excelling on talent as a younger guy, and now he's got maturity to go with it, right? He, he knows how right. to close. He, he's got a much better understanding of himself. You know, we, we change so much as young adults as we enter adulthood, and, you know, he came out on the scene. I right? turned professional as an 18-year-old kid, I think, 17 years old, and, and was a phenomenal talent. Well, well, now he's got experience and maturity to go with equal talent, and, and he's going to be a force if he stays motivated and if the putter stays hot. Um, you know, maybe yeah, when like he got to world number one earlier, he got there with a bulky putting stroke and, and kind of fell off the mountain and, and struggled for a couple of years and, and started working with Brad Faxon. And, and he's got that part figured out now. And, and if he can maintain that, I don't know if anybody can beat him when he's good. Yeah, when he drives it, like we said, when he drives it well. But, you know, you going back to what you said, Hershey, I mean, that's a great point is like, you know, maybe his life balance is so good right at this point, getting married and having a kid. And it's just not all golf, all golf. And he has a great life balance. It's kind of bringing him to his own. I think that's the trend of a lot of these guys. That's yeah. maybe why that, you know, they're, they, they play the peak of their golf is in their mid, you know, mid thirties when they are, has some structure and they have a great life balance. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I can't call Rory on the phone and ask him. I'm, I'm not friends with him, but you know, it just seems to be that kind of a trend with a guy that has that much talent that now the life balance is life balance is great. Now he doesn't have to worry anything about anything else. He's just playing golf and he's kind of relieved, but you know, for a long time, the guy, the guys had so much talent for a long time and everyone knew, I mean, he's never been out of the probably top five in the world since he's come on the stage of talent. Yep. Right. No. And, 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 you know, so like I said, man, when the guy drives the ball, like he drives the golf ball, man, I don't see who can beat him. Yeah, and it's really putter dependent for me and looking at him because he's so talented as a ball striker. So I don't know if there's anybody else out there that can get close. And then when the putter gets gets fired up, I mean, look out. Yeah, guy, guy can do this week in, week out. And I'm not sure you can say that about very many other people. So yeah, I agree. He's, he's been completely consistent, right, the last couple of years? I mean, a lot of his success, I think, comes from his consistency. I can't I, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I mean, we, we, we've seen peaks and valleys with, with Rory. Um, he's prone to lose it at times like everybody else is. But uh, he's so damn good that 
even when he's not at, at peak form, right, he's a top 25, top top 30 player, you know, in, in tournaments where he doesn't play well. So right. I, that, I think that goes back to his talent more than his consistency because we've seen up until now fluctuations in his game. So, um, yeah, his, his talent keeps him up there in terms of finishes and world ranking, but he certainly has, has ebbs and flows like everybody else. And, and if the putter stays hot and if – if he stays in the frame of mind he's in right now, you're going to be hard to beat. Yep, I agree. It's uh, He's the 28th player in the history of the tour to reach 23 wins. Do you all know who he just uh, – Greg Norman. Greg Norman. No, who he just passed, though, in the events winning. Miss Doubtfire. Here's the, here's Mrs. The, Doubtfire? Yeah, Colin Montgomery. Raymond Floyd. Oh, okay. Here's an interesting thing that, that speaks to the dominance of, of Tiger. This is Rory Rory defended this title, and it was his twenty third tour win. Tiger successfully defended twenty three different tournaments. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty interesting stat there, isn't it? Yeah, Can but what, what's up, he done recently, though? And I, don't, I and I haven't looked this up. Can you look up how many worldwide tour event uh, tour events Rory has won? Yeah, he just has twenty three PGA tournaments. But what's worldwide? Probably forty. What do you think? Yeah, is? Not more. Not more. Um, while uh, Hurst is looking that up, we'll uh, talk a little bit about uh, our second place finisher, Kurt Kitty. Uh, I'm sorry, Kurt Kamikaze. Uh, it's Kurt Kamikaze under. is correct. Watch out for them airplanes. <laughs> um, uh, Kitty Yama, two-time winner on the DP World Tour, uh, looked pretty good during the during the week. What'd you find, Hurst? Uh, Wikipedia tells me he's got 35 professional wins, 23 on the PGA Tour, 14 on the European Tour. That does, that adds up to 37. We got some bad math going here. Uh, PGA <laughs> Tour of Australasia, one, and other wins, four. A couple of those European wins might be co-sanctioned events, so they count in both places. But yeah. looks like looks like 35. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was around there. Yeah, right. And you know, you know, it's funny you would say that you say that, and I don't want to, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I mean, he's probably the only guy that has thirty-five wins and twenty-three wins on the PGA Tour that you probably say that's all he has. Like you think he would have more? It isn't that that crazy you would say that because <clears throat> he's been around for so long. Uh, he's he hasn't won a major in eight years. Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, so so you look at a guy as like, man, with all that talent, you look at him as like, okay, he's got twenty three PGA Tour wins. You're like, that's it. And I just, I just, maybe I just think more. He's got seven, seventeen top tens in majors <laughs> since his last win. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Wow. And so um, it's weird. Yeah, I would think he. <laughs> but again, he's only thirty three, right? I mean, was he been on the tour if he started at seventeen? This is his sixteenth season, I guess. He didn't get out on tour right away. It took him a couple of years. He started over in Europe. Okay. Um, but yeah, pretty close. Um, John Rom tied for fourth at fourteen under. He came up short, but it is a continuation of some really good play that he's he's had lately. In his last six starts, he's finished T five, T eight, T fifteen. T2 first and T4. Uh, statistically, this was a return to how he started uh, 2022 through his last few good – those last few good finishes have been because of lights out putting. This week he finished fourth off the tee and second from green – from tee to green, which is really what the, I think the mainstay of his game is. It was unfortunate for him that he couldn't 
back up his 62 on Friday with anything special on Saturday. He shot a 70 on Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday is 69. But I like I like tournaments when John Rahm's in the mix. I mean, I think it's a I think it's a better tournament. Yeah, no, you know he 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 wears me out, dude. I'm just I'm just kinda, on your he, list. You know, yeah, he I wrote him down on my list. You see me <laughs> writing this down. He's on the list now because I'm so tired of him bitching. I am. I'm I'm just over him bitching all the when time. Like typical I, Spaniard, I'm tired right? Of mood swings, man. Of, of, of John Rahm. Listen, when it, and, and I know he he can he wants to be this Spaniard and and. You know, I, I get it. I get that. Neat lineage. Part. There's a neat lineage there that, right? He he's the heir apparent too. <laughs> I'm just I'm just over him just being so pissed off on a bad golf shot, and then he's you know he's looked like he's at the carnival when he hits a good shot. He's so happy, and I'm just over it. Like I'm just over it with with John Rahman. I see it too many times. Um, listen, at this point, you got to know, man. It, you're going to hit good shots and bad shots, and I'm. Like I said, his his outbursts and all this bullshit that he comes through, man. I wrote him down. He's on the list. He's he's on he's at he's at number seven right now on the list. But if he keeps his bullshit up, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna jump back up on that list because we don't see Dustin Johnson much anymore. So he might over overheard Dustin Johnson for too long. I kind of look at John Rahm the way I looked at Rory a few years ago. Um, I, we just got done talking about Rory being the most talented guy out there, and and maybe there's a, a guy equally, and 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 it's John Rahm. But, but John is a couple of years younger, and John hasn't yet come into the maturity, I think, that it's going to take for him to really realize all that talent. You know, he shoots 62, follows it up with a 70. So incredibly explosive, but that level of consistency that it takes to, to really hold, grab world number one, hold on to it, be, be in contention week in, week out, right? That, that level of consistency just not quite there yet with John Rahm. And, and I, Johnny, I think it goes to what you just said with, with the emotions. He, um, good golf, I don't think, is played on that roller coaster of emotions where where one shot pisses you off so much that you're throwing clubs, and then you know two holes later, you, you hit you hit a good one, and, and you're ready to jump into you know the pond because you're so happy about how good it was. And, and he, he he's made strides in that progress from when he first got out on tour, but he's still got further to go. Yeah, and I'm looking at. I mean, listen, he's at the. You talk about maturity. I mean, he's on the pace to have more kids than Tim. I mean, he's got like three kids now. I mean, he's he's yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, and, and so so the maturity off the golf course should blend into that. But I'm I'm telling you, just the the people I called in the last three or four days, they're over his antics on the golf course. The players, like they're over it. They're tired of the, they're tired of the bullshit. That trust me, they are. He's a little so, bit. He looks a little bit scorned, right? It, it, when when some of the LIV stuff was going on, they were asking him what he thought about the tour, and he's like, "Yeah, don't talk to me. I, I don't have any answers. It's Roy and Tiger you need to talk to." And he and he seems scorned by that, right? That he thinks he's earned this. Uh, a position to be to be the spokesman that maybe he wants yeah. to be, and and right, and he just hadn't gotten there yet. And that's what wears me out about yeah, that Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel wears me out about this shit. Yep. Listen, first off, Billy Horschel, you way up on this list. You trust me, you way up. <laughs> you are way up on this list. And trust me, Billy Horschel, no one gives a shit what you think. Do you hear what Garrigus said about him? Well, it was exactly what I said, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. No one gives a no one gives a rat's ass what Billy Horschel thinks. So stop I acting mean. like people give give a shit of what you think. I was gonna say another word, but I know Nancy Gerber's watching, so I didn't say it. But listen, no one gives a shit. If, no one gives a shit about you, Billy Horschel. They don't. They, these guys don't care. Don't give a shit what you think. Well, yeah, because they suck. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, I mean, I care what Billy Horschel. I, I, you I, do. I, I love hearing him talk. I mean, he doesn't say crap. He, you know, it's like a bunch of. Dump coming out of his mouth, but I like hearing yeah. him talk because he—I sound smarter than him. 
<laughs> well, that's not hard to be, though. I mean, let's be honest. Between him and DJ? Well, I, well, DJ's a rocket scientist compared to Billy Horschel. How come John Rahm didn't go to he, live golf? DJ's at least got street smarts, right? Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and Gretzky's daughter. How come, uh, why do y'all think John Rahm didn't go to live golf? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe He seems really suited for that to me. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, and maybe they, maybe his arrogance came as like they didn't pay him enough money, or he wasn't the first Spaniard. Sergio went first. I don't know. I don't know. How can you? I can't figure that guy out. Like, I think I think Rom likes the majors and the legacy. I, I think he he's kind of in in the same boat with Rory in that regard. And you, funny you say that, Tim. Is how close he is to to Phil Mickelson, right? Yeah. And you would think, and I promise you, Phil Mickelson tried to try to you know, probably recruit him to go to live golf. But, you know, that that's a that's a great point. That's a great question because he would have been one of those first guys that, you know, potentially would. I'm, I'm sure they gave him plenty of candy. I mean, they, I'm sure they offered him plenty of money to go. Uh, that's a great point. I don't know. I mean, that, that that's, a, that's a question I can't answer. Did you, you know, guys – go ahead. Uh, well, I think some of the guys – Rom's in a position a, a lot like Rory is that the jump to live while, while it's huge money it isn't – enough over what they're going to make where they are to, to make the all the all the blowback worth it so well, just yeah. but, but the relationship that he had with phil mickelson was what seemed like a great fit right right well, as opposed to rory McIlroy. and and some of these australian guys like cam smith and and uh these guys are coming had that relationship with greg norman you know you gotta realize that greg norman was the tiger woods to those guys in australia absolutely you know, so that's why you're gonna see. That's why you see, see a lot of these Australian guys make that make that jump. Mark and Leach. And Adam Scott's gonna go eventually, right? I don't know. You know, I don't know. He had I mean, bad mouthed it at all. He, it, he he's still considering it. He just I, I saw an interview with him a couple of weeks ago that he said, "I'm just not ready to give up on on what the PGA Tour is yet." But I don't think know, it, I don't think it's far away for Adam Scott. And you look you look at a guy like who who really knows? I mean, Adam Scott, his whole life is kind of under the radar a little bit, right? Which I like. Uh, how much does he really want to play golf? He's had a resurgence over probably the last 18 months, two years on the PGA Tour. He's played more. He's gotten contention a little bit more. Uh, I don't really see Adam Scott contending or, or winning another major, but he might be in contention. The thing with Adam Scott is it's just about how, how motivated is Adam Scott. And uh, what is he motivated by? No, no one no – one, you know, he's one of those guys no one really knows much about, right? He's, he's been a very recluse for a long time. His, his personal life. But hell, most people don't even know he's married and got two kids. You know what I mean? So he's he's kept he's done a, such a great job keeping his personal life personal. You know, I, I mean, if 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 you offer him fifty million dollars to go play there for three years, it'd be a hard it'd be a hard thing to say no to. Right. Uh, did y'all see who very quietly and maybe maybe surprise not surprising to me, maybe not you guys, tied for eleventh at ten under, Jason Day. Is Jason Day back? Is he on his way back? Well, his back will answer that question. And, and yeah, you said I, back. That's the wrong way to say back, right? J- Jason, I mean, Jason Day's in that category of elitely skilled guys out there. He, he's just fragile. Um, he, he goes as the back goes, and, and he, he's gotten to the point mid-30s. It's, it's probably not going to get much better at this point, and, and he's just going to have to, when it's healthy, take advantage of playing well, and then when it's bad, right, just go get healthy. But – his talent is there. Certainly, he has been completely derailed by the back, and I, I don't anticipate him getting back to, to world number one and being that guy that we talk about week in, week out. All four rounds in the 60s? 
I'm a big fan of Jason Day. I yeah, think me he's too. great, but I just don't think he's going to really ever enter that conversation again. Um, you know, when he was world number one, what, five years ago or so yeah. when he was winning majors. You know, I think, I think a little bit is different. You look at a guy like Jason Day who lives in Columbus. He, you know, over the last probably 12 months, his mother passed away. Uh, he lives in Columbus. And that would be depressing that, for anybody. Well, he's, he's got a pretty good setup in Columbus. Trust me. He's not, he's not dealing with the cold too much, but then on top of that, you have some, you know, that the back injuries and things that he's had. And, uh, you know, do I, do I think Jason Day can win another golf tournament on the PGA tour? Certainly. Do I think he can ascend to number one in the world like he was before? No, but the talents here. And the reason why I say no is because, you know, shit, man, he's got three kids now. His life is a little bit different. You know, Day, Jason Day for so long was golf, golf, golf. That's that's all he, you know. He's not didn't go to college. Australian guy came over the states very, very young. So he's very golf regimented. But now he has other things besides golf that maybe he's not super motivated uh, to get number one in the world. But that doesn't mean he can't win golf tournaments on the PGA Tour or maybe consent in a major. But on top of that, with the personal relationship he had with his mother passing away and his chronic back injuries, you know it's really hard to say, but that's a guy that you want to root for, right? I mean, he's one of the good guys on the PJ Tour. When we see him around Columbus. He's always very cordial. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things off the golf course that's kind of hindering Jason Day to uh, get back into really good form in golf. Uh, number one in the world is probably a little bit of a stretch, but I think he can still win on the PJ Tour. Uh, and then finally, let, before we get into uh, reviewing our picks, Last guy I wanted to talk about was an extreme disappointment this week as a lot of people, I think, thought he was going to play well here. And that's Jordan Spieth, who tied for 52nd. Um, whereas, you know, I think everybody thought he'd play well. I don't know that there was anybody that played worse. I mean, he... Because Hurst picked him, that's why. His iron play, which is ri- his strength, right? Normally his strength is his iron play. Yeah. He was like last in the field, almost last in the field in iron play. Didn't and, you pick him, Hurst? I did. Yeah, there we got is. the Gucci on him. I see, I see he's on Tim's pick list, too. So. Yeah, I had him in my top right, ten. There's a double, no, there double whammy there. <laughs> devil, devil, devil was chasing him this week, I promise you that. Boy. The devil was chasing him. He, you're right. Jordan's a guy I can't quite figure out. He, he comes off a perfect 5-0 President's Cup where he was lights out and, and reminded everybody of the year he had, what, 2018 or whatever it was, when he was won two majors and damn near won the other two as well. Uh, lost it, got it back, won again. It seems like he's trending up, and 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 maybe you just revert back to to some of the struggles that you had. But overall, I think Jordan is is trending the right way, and uh, this performance notwithstanding, I think we're going to see good things happen going forward. I mean, red hot at the Presidents Cup, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, lights out, really. Yeah, crazy. but when you rely when when you when you're relying on a partner, it changes things a little bit. It's 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 certainly. It certainly lends for him to hide his drive. His driving, he hasn't really drove the golf ball well, and even the Presidents Cup, he didn't drive the golf ball well. But he had a partner to rely on for four of those five matches that that helped him a little bit to hide and mask some of his inadequate driving ability. And I think this this past week that hurt him too. You can't mask it when it's yourself. And even if you look at a singles match in the Presidents Cup. I don't think he played very well. I don't think he drove the ball very well. He just had an opponent that didn't play very well either, right? So, you know, you can't mask that, especially with this type of golf course. You know, it was wide. You had some of those hidden spots that none of these guys really know the golf course well. Driving is the is, is when he drives it. Those two way misses, man, kill Jordan Spieth. They do. And when he he has those two way misses. Man, it's really hard to play golf. Even as talented as a short game that this guy has, you just can't can't really get it done. 
Uh, well, let's get into our picks here, boys. Uh, our picks brought to you every week. Johnny's are, not ours. By BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader in online sports betting. BetUS. Join today using our promo code DSP125 for a 125% bonus on your cash deposit. If you'd like to bet with crypto, it's DSP200 and get a 200% bonus on your crypto deposit. Bet horses, pop culture, sports, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. So, again, my picks are for entertainment purposes only. Take no stock in them whatsoever, and I pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. I didn't do too well, boys. Uh, My winner, Victor Hovland, tied for 21st at 7-under. We just talked about Jordan, who I picked for top 10, tied for 52nd at 1-over. And Sepp Strachan, my top 20, tied for 62nd at 3-over. That's an average of 45.33, boys. It's not good at all. You know what that You know what that means? I think that was better than Johnny's average last week. No, no it wasn't. No, let me tell you something real quick. <laughs> Just because you picked the winner and all the other guys stunk doesn't mean you were great. You know you know the numbers that I add up, Hurst, <laughs> is those dollar bills. That's what I add up. That's all I really give a shit about. Still, that average, Tim, was better than Johnny's last week. I'm just just letting you know. I mean, that's why you ain't in first chair anymore, Hurst. You might slide over to that other chair over there, even though I'm not there. You keep this shit up, Hurst. I'm just telling you, keep this shit Johnny up. Johnny might have to come home, take his chair you back. A, you, got a, you got about three weeks before I get I, back down I there. A, you might. I ain't afraid of that homeless dude over there. Hey, you see that? You see? You see? Look over to your right. You see that glass window? You see that that parking lot down there? You, yeah, be careful. I'll put you down there. That's where you're gonna be doing the show from now on. <laughs> the part do it from his car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brady, who are your guys to watch and how they I was, do? I was looking at four guys last week. Uh, if you were to take them all on top 20s, I would have gone two and two again. Uh, I had misses on Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler was a little bit hot and cold. He got out of the gates kind of slow. Real good round in round two. Stumbled in round three. Real good round in round four. R- Ricky's kind of like Jordan. He, he's he's fighting his way back, hopefully, to, to, a, to good golf and elite golf, but he missed out. Uh, he finished tied for 34th. I did have two guys that would have uh, cashed. I had Maverick McNeely. Uh, would have. Listen to would have. He finished tied for 18th at 8-under. Big uh, words. Um, Billy Horschel was my other pick. He finished tied for 7th at 11-under. You really um, picked Billy Horschel? I did, yeah. And, it, and if you had, uh, if you'd had put 100 on all of them, you'd have walked away with 310 more in your pocket than you started with. So, uh, for the year, where's he up, getting these numbers from? I don't know where. Hey, he, I'm just he, doing he, the math, get, man. So you I mean, gotta net it out. Like you can't. You if you went two and two. Yeah. You went two and two. You have to take the two losses off the net. Off Ex- of what exactly? Want. Right. So Maverick McNeely is Indiana math. No, man. no, no, no. They Ma- count corn stocks. Here, I'll tell you the math here, Ohio. All right, McNeely <laughs> was plus one seventy five, and Horschel was plus one thirty five. So that's that's three ten. One thirty five and what? 175. That's 310, but you lost the two bets, so you have to take that off of the 310. You, yeah, you, well, you put in 400. I made, you would have made four bets. Yep. Right? And you get your 310 from your winnings, and you get your 100 back on the other two. No, it's not how yeah, it you works. Get your 100, you how do you get your 100 back on bets that well, you if, lose? If, if I give Vegas $100 on Maverick McNeely and he wins, he get, they give me back that 100 plus the 175. No, her, her, yeah. her net profit was 110. No, I'm confused. One ten. So you were plus one hundred to win. Me and you will talk about this later. Right. So this, you know, we'll talk about we'll talk about how you really bet, and we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Johnny, who are your picks this week? Last week, you mean? Yeah, for last week. 
Well, last week, so so we didn't have a profit week. We lost we lost fifty a fifteen dollar bill last week, including our matchups. So uh, I knew we were doomed at the very start when you picked Victor Hovland. So that was my number one pick at twenty two to one. So I kind of I, I I didn't want to cross him off, but I, I I laid it with him. I thought it was a perfect golf course for him. He played pretty solid the first couple of days, but you know. Since uh, since Tim picked him, he kind of faltered off. So we had him right. at twenty two to one, not a winner. Matthew Fitzpatrick at uh, twenty five to one didn't cash in for us, and uh, Terrell Hatton at thirty five to one was really up there going into the, the third and fourth round. But uh, apparently he, I, you know, I, I, I'm not even going to try to explain what happened to him. Man, I thought it was a perfect golf course for him two years ago. He had some success there, um, but he didn't really play well. I don't know if he got bored or drank some of that wine. I don't know. Listen, I, I, I'm not going to explain that guy. And our ham sandwich pick at Russell Henley was 100, 100 to 1. Uh, we'll just move on. Uh, two, top <laughs> ten pick, two top 10 picks. Uh, we were uh, plus two, 210 with uh, Sam Burns to finish in the top 10. We cashed in on him. Uh, Shane Lowry at plus 270. We lost on Shane Lowry to finish in the top 10. Five, five uh, putters top on that picks. guy. The yeah. guy, guy had putter yeah. problems. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, two top 20 picks this w- last week was Corey Connors at plus 170. Didn't cash in. And our uh, best friend, best friend of the show, Brandon Steele, cashed in for us at plus 325 as a winner. Uh, and we were 2-2 two and two on our matchups last week. We were 2-0 and oh on Saturday. And on Sunday, we were 0-2. Oh and, and we lost both matchups by a stroke because – one of our matchups is the guy double bogey seven, the seventeenth hole to lose by one, and the other guy on our other matchup double bogey the sixteenth hole to lose by one. So that gave us a net uh, loss of, of minus a fifteen dollar bill, but it still gives us such a great profit for the year of uh, plus twenty seven thousand five hundred eighty units, and our matchups for the year is ninety eight and fifty six. Like I said, even though it wasn't a profitable week, we had a great opportunity not with our outright winners. But we kind of kind of hurt us a little bit, devil chasing us a little bit with some guys that didn't really come through at the end on our matchups. But uh, l- listen, still, when we when we have non profitable or kind of losing weeks, we don't ever say losing weeks. We don't we're not off it by much, right? So that goes to show eight winners this year already, seven tops, seven second place finishes this year. So in it, like I said, our, our matchup record ninety eight and fifty six is unprecedented. And with a profitability of twenty seven thousand five eighty, uh, I really like where we stand. Not as good as last year, but I really like this week going into uh, going into Bermuda. Very good, very good. And uh, I don't think we've got any um, matching picks for this week in Bermuda. So that means I'm going to win. That's good. Let's follow up. Hey guys, double up, double up this week, guys. All the followers, all the subscribers, following these picks, double up. This week. By the way, you can find Johnny's picks every week. Uh, he usually puts them out on Wednesday morning. I'll get them posted on Wednesday mornings uh, on his Twitter at Jay Gerber PGA Pro. We also post them on the show pay or the show handle at From the Rough PGA or on mine at IndyCar Tim. And then, of course, Hurst doesn't have a Twitter still. Thought maybe he'd have one by the end of the show, but I don't think he Hurst's will. Hurst's hand, Twitter handle is Last Show BH. <laughs> I got, wow. I got I got Wednesday off next week. Wow, uh, boys, let's get into the uh, Butterfield Bermuda off. Championship over there at that Port Royal Golf Course in Southampton, Bermuda. 
Again, I don't know why we got to go to Bermuda to play golf. There's plenty of golf courses in America. You now, didn't say that? You know, it's a British colony. You haven't said it yet. Good day, mate. Uh, Bad boy. Par 71, the very unstable par 71. You and, don't like those and either. Nope. And even worse. You are the golf grouch over It is there. only 6,828 yards long. Seriously, just take your seven iron. That's all you're going to need. With a purse of $6.5 million as the strongest field tournament last week is going to be followed by the weakest field so far this year um, as none of the game's elites are going to tee it up this week so it's going to leave it wide open for maybe some rookies uh, for somebody to do well those corn fairy tour guys are going to live it up yeah uh, but it doesn't matter because the stakes are going to be the same as the uh, bermuda championship has received standalone status this year so the winner is going to be afforded all the riches of every other PGA Tour stop, including 500 FedEx points, major championship exemptions, and job security for the foreseeable future. Um, again, with, with all the stars gone, some little no-name could pop up here and could change his life forever. This is how we learn about those guys. They're all no-names yeah. till they win in Bermuda. Yeah. Right. They should make them wear Bermuda shorts while they're playing in Bermuda. Okay. Why do we got to go to Bermuda? I don't understand. Well, Mark, Mark Mark Twain said that you can die and go to heaven, or you could just he'd rather just stay in Bermuda. Well, so, you know what? What what he ever do? Just a couple things. What do you think his handicap was? He he, he wrote stuff, Tim. So you have to be able to read. I've never heard of him. That. Didn't he die in the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> Is he dead? Mark Twain. Yeah, I think so. Wow. wow. I mean, I don't, I don't Is know. He, he, did you pick him this week, Mark Twain, to win the term? Mark Twain. <laughs> 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 Him and Ernest Hemingway are somewhere living it up in the Keys right yeah, now. I didn't know he was Ernie, a golfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't was he? I don't know. He wore those weird white yeah. suits and had that big goofy mustache. So I don't know how he can play golf in that. Yeah. Um, thoughts on the uh, the course? Who who's this going to cater to this week, boys? What kind of golfer? It's a golf course that's tight enough because of how short it is and the terrain there that it's going to mitigate um, guys who can really bomb it. Uh, its position on the coast yields itself to a lot of winds, and, and, and the guys who can adapt the best are going to be the guys who excel and, and climb to the top of the leaderboard this week. We're going to have constant winds at 20. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change uh, a little bit. It's not going to be coming from the same way each day, so that's going to change holes. By, you know, like it can be 30 or 40 yards difference on, on a Thursday to a Friday hitting approach shots into green. So a little bit of familiarity with the golf course is going to help. Uh, driving distance, not a huge advantage. It, it's it's an iron play. It, it's an adaptability. It's a can-you-roll-the-rock kind of golf course. Yeah, it's one of those golf courses, very quirky. It, it, the tour players will tell you it's such a weird island golf course because you're definitely on the island, you're on the coast, but it's a hilly golf course, which you very rarely see. And there's a lot of dog legs, and there's a lot of cutting corners, and it, it's all predicated on the wind, which way the wind's coming. And that place over the years – if you look at it, the wind never blows the same way two days in a row. Yep. You know, so it's, it's just one of those things that's kind of a potluck. Guys are playing well. Guys are used to some of those conditions. If you look at the weather, it's going to look like it's pretty tough. But that being said, it is Bermuda. And in, it, it, if the pattern of the weather kind of shifts just, you know, three miles, right, the golf course is going to completely change. So it's one of these tournaments, man, it's very brutal to handicap just because you don't know. So – I'm looking at some guys that maybe have some middle four to two going this week, used to playing in, in potentially tough conditions. But it's a, like I said, it's a quirky, quirky golf course. 
Uh, so, man, it, listen, I'm, I'm looking at some guys who potentially played there in the past that's had some success or guys who lend themselves to uh, great putters on that really grainy type of Bermuda grass. Greens uh, are so, going to be in lots yeah. lower than they're used to. They're going to be prepped only at 10.5, which which is going to be like turtle's pace. Uh, yeah, for what these to. guys are used to, they're used to 11 and a half, 12, 12 and a half, week in, week out. So expect to see some putts short early in the week, and the guys who adapt to that and get familiar with it the fastest are going to be the guys that, that rise to the top of the board. Grind, grinders and good putters this week have a potential to, to have some success. Yep. Uh, from a betting odds, oh, by the way, guess who's going to make an appearance this week? On the course. The tournament? Yeah. John Daly. John Daly. Yeah. My boy. 56-year-old John Daly. You're going to have to throw some matchups out Thursday and Friday on Big John there, Gerber. Yeah, because I'm making uh, all those I bet, bets. I bet he misses the cut. You think? He can't, well, he can't, well, he can't walk the golf course. Well, they'll let him ride. No. No, they can't. They let that other dude ride. Who, Casey the, Martin? Yeah, Casey no, Martin. That was no, his the name. tour doesn't, doesn't let him. God, I swear. They don't yeah. let him wear shorts. They don't it, let no, him they, ride they the let, They let Daly ride at the PGA Championship, interestingly. Right? PGA of America let him, but the tour does not. Is the PGA Tour a communist organization? It certainly seems like it. They're nonprofit. Pff, yeah, That's right. commie or not, I don't know. Uh-huh. Can't say commie on this show, please. You just said we it twice. Said com- we already said kamikaze. <laughs> Man, we're, we're, we're going all over the board. We're, we're all going over all the over the political board today. That's right. Let's just anger all the Axis powers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, if... Uh, Toyota's Toyota's probably not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> that's all right. That's not even Japanese. That's not even Japanese, a, is it? I don't know. A, there's a Toyota of America, like right down the road here, right in Plano. Yeah, that's where their yeah. uh, world or not world headquarters, but I guess their U.S. headquarters is. Uh, getting into some odds: Denny McCarthy, the favorite at sixteen to one. Thomas Dietrich, eighteen to one. Seamus Power, twenty-two to one, along with Mark Hubbard. These names, God, I swear, like who are these guys? Mark Hubbard, twenty-two to one. Dude, they're still good. I mean, they're way better than you are. Nick, I mean, they're good. That's debatable. No one's better than me. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rye, 25 to 1. Patrick Rogers, that's somebody's guy. He's got, that's a first guy, right? You might make an appearance later in the show. 28 to 1. Justin nah. Lauer. Lauer. Is it lower? Or lower? Lauer. lower. He's an Ohio guy. 28 to 1. And SH, don't call me Tom Kim, 30 to 1. Um,. Let's get into our picks for the – unless you guys got something else on the course. Nope. Um, Not really. My picks for – and, again, my picks are for entertainment purposes only to give you a good laugh. Um, but my – I pick a winner, top 10 and top 20, boys. My winner this week at 35-1, to 1, Johnny, Adam Shank. I'm hoping he doesn't have a lot of shanks. I just had to pick him because of his name at 35-1. to 1. Um. My top 10 at plus 550. Another guy I've never heard of, but I had to pick him. Callum Taron. That's a good pick. You familiar with these people? Have you ever heard of these yeah, names Ka- before yeah, in your Ka- life? Callum led the U.S. Open after the first round, I think. Or How'd that work out for him? Well, he didn't win. but Scott, Scottish or English guy. Yeah, good player. Yeah. Good, good, in, good, good in tough condition. Good yep. day, mate. Um, and my top 20 at plus 200 to make up for the uh, kamikaze comment. Brandon Wu. Woo woo. woo the whistles woo, woo. go. Woo. You, you just picked him because he has the same haircut as Johnny. I don't even know what he looks like. Yeah, you do. That's a Tokyo, that's a Tokyo drift. Tokyo drift. <laughs> uh, Brady, who are your guys to watch? I got four guys again. I'm looking of at. 
Uh, that's that's kind of. Oh, the hold, on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, Harris, not to cut you off, but I'm gonna write this shit down so we can go over the math next week. How you do this? I, I, so, I'll tell you why I'm right when we're done. Okay. All right. Go guy, ahead, sir. Guy number one. I'm gonna go with Thomas Dietrich. He has uh, he's a rookie out on tour. He's finished in the top twenty in two of his first three starts, uh, with a tie with a tie for twelfth at the Fortinet and a tie for ninth at Sanderson. He was twenty. He got into this tournament last year as a Corn Ferry guy and finished twenty second. Uh, he's plus one ten. I think Thomas Dietrich is going to finish top twenty. Uh, next guy on my list is my boy from Indiana. I like Patrick Rogers. He was fourth in this event last year. Uh, he's coming off a top 16th, uh, a tie for 16th over in Japan at the Zozo. Uh, I think Patrick is going to play well again. Again, this is if Patrick Rogers is ever going to win a tour event, it's going to be one like this. It's got one of the weaker fields. He's plus 160 to finish top 20. Uh, my next pick is a guy who's going to be really good in the wind there, Russell Knox. He's a Scotsman. Uh, they play in a lot of wind in Scotland. Good day, mate. Yeah, and, and he's got track – uh, history here. He's been here every year. The event's been held. He's he's got three top twenties so far: an eleventh, a sixteenth, and a twelfth. He's plus one eighty to finish in the top twenty. I, I really like Russell Knox. Is he really week. plus one eighty? Yeah, that's that's, that's seen, uh, yeah. They, as much success as that guy's had, plus one eighty to finish in the top twenty. Man, that seems like the lock of the year. Yep. And then my last pick is going to be uh, th- this was uh, potentially got the kiss of death because he was Tim's pick. I like Adam Shank. For a top 20, he's plus 200. He's coming off back-to-back top 20s in Vegas and in Japan with 12th and 16th. Uh, he's played well here before. I think Adam Shank's got a chance to make that top 20. Well, one of these weeks, I'm going to go four for four in these top 20s, and it's going to be good. You're going to be mad because you didn't put any money on it. I'm, I'm doing that first of the year, Tim. We're seeing if, if this is going to mm-hmm. work. We're going to compare his system to Johnny's system. Is it, do you really want to do that? I mean, I don't want to embarrass Hurst. Somebody's got to. Yeah, at least I don't have that haircut. You want this haircut, Hurst. You got that kind hair. <clears throat> the kind hair. Kind of grows on a dog's ass. I'd give anything to have <laughs> have hair right now. All right, Johnny, you who you got? On your Let's go over Johnny's picks. We can't get the sponsor on our picks? Or Johnny's what? Picks is always brought to you by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader in online sports betting, BetUS. Join today for 125% bonus on your cash deposit with the promo code DSP125. If you'd like to bet with crypto, DSP200. Bet horses, pop culture, sports, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. Here's Johnny. Even though this show is produced poorly when I'm da- not in Dallas, Texas, I'm still going to give you the picks this week so we can make some money. It's produced First poorly all the week, time. Yeah, right? First pick on the board, I really I like Denny McCarthy at 17-1. to 1, But you look at this week, I, I very rarely pick favorites this week. But has some success there last year. He fits the mold of a grinder. Uh, great putter, probably the best putter on the PGA Tour, especially on some slow Bermuda greens. So Denny McCarthy is our first pick at 17-1 to 1 this week. Uh, despite even what Hurst said, I, I do like Thomas Dietrich at 22-1. to 1. He's had some great form going in there, played in all types of conditions, playing in Europe most of his professional career. So look at Thomas Dietrich. You have a really good week at 22-1. to 1. Uh, Third pick this week on the board at 35-1, to 1, I like Aaron Rye. Uh, one of these guys is kind of battle-tested over in the Europe in the tough conditions. Anytime the guy can wear two gloves and playing in some potentially bad conditions <laughs> – I'm going to ride this guy. I really like the way he's grinding. And look for this guy. The guy's a solid player, man. He's had some – most of the people have never really heard of him. 
But an event like this, that's not a really a star-studded field. Look at a guy like Aaron Rye, who's a real grinder man, that can really have an opportunity to win this golf tournament. So we got two t- two top ten picks this week. Uh, our first top ten pick this week is Nick Hardy at plus three hundred. Uh, I really like his form. He's a he's a set, uh, rookie on the PGA Tour, but he's had a lot of success and a lot of starts in his opportunities that he's had on the PGA Tour. And this kind of lens, this type of field. Uh, that that he could really have an opportunity to win, especially jumping that top ten. So don't be surprised that he doesn't have an opportunity to win. I didn't pick him to win, but I like him in this spot at plus uh, at, at plus three hundred to finish in the top ten. And uh, our second nick of the second nick of the week is Nick Taylor at plus four twenty. Again, kind of fits that same mold. Solid player, Canadian guy, uh, really strong when it comes to tough conditions. And, uh, again, some of the similar. I need to see a little bit more out of Nick and Nick uh, to, to win the golf tournament, but I like him in this spot at, at, uh, at, uh, to finish in the top 10 at plus 420. Two top 20 picks this week. Chesson Hadley, our guy. I know you hate that, Hurst. That's why I did it. Uh, to finish uh, <laughs> in the that. top 20 at plus 260, the guy's a grinder. Again, look at these, these combination of picks. They're grinders. Tough conditions in a in a in a field that's a short field has some success there before. Chesson Hadley plays well in windy condition. He's always played well in Bermuda on the Corn Ferry Tour. Every opportunity he's had to play on an island, this type of conditions, he's had some success. So I like him in this spot at uh, at plus two sixty to finish in the in the top twenty. And uh, our our last pick this week at Bryce Garnett plus three thirty to finish in that top twenty. Similar type of guy. The guy's a grinder. Now these guys are long hitters. These guys are going to keep the golf keep the golf ball in play. Really good putters and not going to make a lot of mistakes. So that's why Bryce Garnett fits this category, finishing that top twenty at plus three thirty. There they are, Johnny Gerber's picks. Uh, again, you can find them as I resituate everything. Uh, you can find them at uh, on Twitter at jgerberpgapro. We'll have the picks out every Wednesday, also on the show handle at uh, From the Rough PGA. And then don't forget about his matchups that he'll put out. Uh, if there's some worth it, and if they're not, then he won't, but we'll, he'll let us know. Uh, the matchups for Saturday's round and also the matchups for Sunday's round. He, he'll usually offer two of those and uh, uh, each day and tell you why. Uh, and if there's not any good-looking matchups, then he won't tell you to bet on anything. He's not one of these guys that's going to tell you what to bet and then not bet himself. Every single one of these bets he makes, he plays himself. Uh, yes. So, yeah, these aren't just show picks. These are picks that he actually – and how, how how far up are you on the year? Yeah, so we're plus 27,580, even after a little bit of a losing week last week. And like I said, our matchups, you know, all matchups aren't equal. You might like a guy that's a heavy favorite, but I rarely push anyone that's a matchup – over 150 so we're looking on that card and the reason i only do saturday and sunday matchups because i watch and play through the week see where they're at with the cut see some of their ball striking one of the biggest keys and we'll talk about that's the first of the year once we get this subscription model look at par 5 scoring for some of these guys par 5 scoring is a key to matchups when i do my matchups and we're 90 98 and 56 for matchups for the year but the par 5 scoring average uh is a big key for me when i do my matchups on the weekend very good. That's going to do it for our show today. Uh, thanks to everybody who made this one possible. Big thanks to the Highlands Performance Golf Center uh, in Carrollton, HighlandsPGC.com. Also, special thanks to Turf Life, our very brand new sponsor. Uh, thanks to Turf Life and Terry over there. We appreciate you guys very, very much. It's turflife.club.club. And uh, thanks to Johnny. Thanks to Hurst. 
Thanks to me for making it look and sound good. We'll do it all again next week, boys and girls. Until then, keep hitting them straight. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.